Hi, this is Mahdi and welcome to the seventh episode of my Complex Stranger podcast. Daniel Kahneman explains in his amazing book, Thinking Fast and Slow, that our brain has two systems responsible for thinking. The first one is very fast and most of the time enables automatically without us even noticing. Kahneman called this system one. System one thinking is evolved to constantly keep us aware of our surroundings. This system is wired in a way that receives the inputs and generates snap judgments about the situation by trying to find relations between the things that we know from the past and the new observations. For instance, when we see a person from a foreign land, we unintentionally connect it to our previous experiences from the people from the same country. It is also called the halo effect. It is also called the halo effect, the tendency to like or dislike everything about a person, including things you haven't observed. This is the task of system one. Although system one is evolved, it is far from being perfect. It does not understand the lack and incompleteness of the information. What system one sees is all there is. We don't know that the judgment is based on incomplete or wrong information. That is why our brain has a second system that is controlled by us intentionally. System 1 generates associations and sends them to System 2 to evaluate, preferably with completing information, and make the last call. However, System 2 is lazy. As Malcolm Gladwell says in his Talking to Strangers book, System 2 defaults to truth. It tends to believe that our first impression generated by System 1 is accurate and skips further evaluations. Being polite or rude, suppressing our anger or evolving in a big fight, falsely claiming that Joe Biden is a better candidate or rooting for Donald Trump, these are examples of decisions that System 2 makes regardless of the preliminary impression of System 1. Sometimes, System 2 knows the proper behavior, such as equal rights for women and men. However, women still feel discriminated against. Most people would claim that they are not racist, but do minorities feel being treated equally as well? This is because our lazy System 2 listens to System 1 without further evaluations. We need to rewire our System 1. Daniel Kahneman believes that surprise can do this for us. If we get closer to people different than us and find out that our first impression of them is not valid anymore, this act of surprise will train our first model to be less conservative the next time. This practice would enhance the ability of our brain to see people as they are. In this episode, you will listen to Omaima. You can find the link to her portrait attached to the description of this podcast. Hello, my name is Omaima Adib. Um, I'm 
uh, the oldest among my sister uh, among my siblings mm-hmm. we are five siblings in my family i'm from morocco by the way and i came here to study to continue my study uh, so i'm studying uh, international master of uh, economics behavior and governors i'm studying in castle and i'm uh, living in berlin because we study online as i said um, i have a lot of family members here in berlin so I live my I'm not living alone I mean I live with my aunts uh, yeah uh, as you said when you came to a different place of course you see a lot of new things and maybe as you said people especially as a, a woman a Muslim woman wearing the hijab I mean uh, it's not all people I'm not generalizing but some people like stare at you like in a rude way <laughs> I mean it's like go back to your country I mean oh. it's something that I see in my daily it's in a daily basis oh okay yeah um, for me I'm from Rabat the capital city of Morocco it's a touristic city uh, okay. it's the second biggest city in the country. Mm-hmm. I had my bachelor there mm-hmm. in business management and I came here to do my master. For some pe- some Muslim people, some Muslim women wearing the hijab and some not. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's um, in Morocco, you have your freedom, like when it comes to wearing clothes and everything. I don't know, in Islam, as far as I know, like uh, as they said, la ikraha fi din, it means uh, you, you can't force people to do something related to religion or clothes or something. I have three brothers and one sister. Well, we are like in this from the same generation. I mean, uh, we have just like one year between one another, so we are close in age. Mm. Um, yeah, it was good. Sometimes we got in fights. Sometimes <laughs> there is beautiful moments, of course. But it was good. My brother used we used to study in the same class, and oh. in primary school, and he was always like he, he was sitting at uh, next to me, and sometimes we got in fights or some or maybe he called me called me names, and my dad once gave me an agenda and he said, try <laughs> whenever he called you something, a name or hit you or do something bad to you. You can note it <laughs> because it was so much. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I had a bachelor degree in uh, business management. Business yeah, I had my high school diploma in uh, uh, physical science, and then I applied to too many universities there, and the one that accepts me was mm. too far from where I live. And then I switched to econo- business. Yeah, the university was close to the, to the home. And I decided to stay in the same city because I have friends there. And but it was good. It was good. I came here in the worst <laughs> time. Like, I came yeah. in, during March. It was locked down. And uh, in Morocco was... Uh, ta- I mean, back to the time when I was to came here. 
uh, Morocco closed all the borders with all wow. countries except France. And I tried so many, so many ways, like I got uh, official letters from the university saying that you should came to take your exams because it's physical attendance and they didn't accept. And then I decided to go from Paris to Berlin mm. because it was open and it works. One time, I mean, when I was in Morocco, I used to go to like volunteering and to participating in volunteer caravans, like medical caravans, or maybe when it's winter, we travel to far secluded areas that's where people are poor and living behind the mountain, and you know, where yeah. life is difficult. So. One time I was really proud, like, I went to a place, like, where people, there's snow and they're still wearing, uh, Slippers. Slippers, yeah, exactly. Oh. Even children, and it was really sad, I mean, I was shocked. And, uh, that moment, I mean, it was the, the moment that I felt really happy, even it was sad, but, I feel like because they are happy makes me happy when giving them clothes and blankets and everything to for the winter. And they were really happy wow. and um, like generous. Even they are poor, they are generous and welcoming. They host us, they give us food and everything. Even they are poor. And they, but it was really a beautiful experience. We danced and sang also. Yeah, it was even the roads were so like risky and dangerous to get there. But we we went traveling. It was my first time. We used to like go at night and give uh, secondhand clothes to homeless people or maybe blankets. But uh, I it was my first time traveling far away from mm. from where I live. Well, there are some areas poor, of course, but if you go there, you can't notice it. Like you, if you see the the country and the street, and you say you will you would say that it's a rich country, but it's behind the scenes mm. there are poor people. There are homeless people also. Job opportunities also are not enough. Related to having a bachelor, it's difficult to have a job. Uh, not like in Germany. I know many people who have just the bachelor and they are working in a good positions. But in Morocco, they just because we don't have too many uh, offer job offers, uh, we have like demand more than offer you know so they accept only high profiles like you have a master plus the experience without experience it's gonna be hard to find a job so they accept only high profiles people uh, yeah you can find like someone who have a, a master or a doctorate and 
uh, buying in the streets fruits or vegetables or something like this because he, he doesn't have a job. I would say uh, the time I spent in the university was also great, you know, making friends and yes. discovering, like, switching from high school to the university, it's, it's, uh, it's a really beautiful part of life. Since I came here, it's like, as I said, uh, as you said, people don't speak about this to each other, and I'm one of these people. Mm -hmm. So, uh, because I don't want to focus on something negative, like when it, something happens, uh, a bad situation or something, I forgot ab about it directly. I, uh, I don't think about it too much. For example, as I said, going to the supermarkets, there's an old lady called me Kank. It's like it's it's not one time, it's many times, but I don't. I, I mean, I never uh, answer back because uh, I don't know. I I find it inappropriate to answer uh, old lady or elderly in 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 our religion or culture. We don't like when someone do something bad, especially an old one, we don't answer. So I ignore them. So this is something uh, happened to me in a daily basics, in supermarkets, in shops. It's like maybe four times. I came in March, so it's like four Once times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but wow. I remember. And Last week, I was in Kassel, where I study. I went there for an exam. And the first day, <laughs> I had a terrible day. Uh, my battery died, and I needed to call my friend because I don't know where to go. So I see uh, a mall next to me, and then I get in and ask. There was a lady walking there. I asked her. Can I use the electricity here? She said yes. I asked two ladies, in fact, and they said, okay, you can. And then I put my charger there, and then there was an old man, and he came to me, like, shouting at me without any reason. He should at least explain to me, you, should not, you can't use this, or something like this, but he didn't. I said, sprich nicht Deutsch. Uh, the English bitte, and then he pulled the charger without my permission. Like he can, at least he could ask me, but he didn't ask me. So he pulled it himself, and then I was like, but there, there, there was some people there who saw everything, and they was really upset with what happened. And <laughs> there was a guy there uh, who saw me like go <laughs> like. Uh, I got tears on my eyes and oh. asked me and I started um, telling him the story. Like, I came here from Berlin and I don't have where to go. I need to call my friend. And he got really angry. <laughs> and I didn't expect that reaction from him because he, f he followed the man, the, 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 the boss, because he said, I'm the boss here. And uh, it's me who can I tell you can, what you can do and what you can't do and I said your colleague told me that 
I can't use this. But he said, she's new. She don't know anything. But he didn't even saw me talking to her. He wasn't there, but he just like, he don't want me to use that. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, when I talked the guy, he followed him in the electric mm -hmm. stairs and they start, he starts shouting on him. I don't know what he called him in because they was talking in German. I mean, the guy, not the boss. I, yeah, so, the guy that you explained. Yeah, and mm. the old man got scared because the guy was running after him. And the boss told, thought that the guy going to fight him or beat mm. him or something. So he called the other security, his colleague, the one with big muscles. And then they told the, that guy who was defending me to go out the mall. And I followed him and I was like, it's okay, stop here, no need to get, in, I don't need to, I don't want to get in trouble. And they pull him, I mean, the security, they pull the, the guy outside, maybe because on purpose, they, they, they did that because inside there, there was cameras, but mm -hmm. outside there wasn't. And then when they got outside, the, the guy who was defending me was like, you can hit me, you can hit me. Like, I, I, this is what I understand from the situation. And the security punched him here. <laughs> and I was shaking. I, I didn't know. My, what to do, my battery died, it's my first day, and so I start filming to, so he can stop, and then we, when he saw me filming, making a video, he pretended like he didn't anything, mm. he stopped, but thanks God, there, there was stores and people who saw everything, but even the, he said, the guy said, they will not do anything, like it's something usual, they they don't do like they don't give us our rights because his wife was there she born in germany she was born here and maybe she's german i'm not sure and she told me that like uh, even we call the police they don't give us our rights so mm. we waited there too much time like for the police to come because he called the police the guy who got punched and they came, start asking me weird questions. Why you choose Germany? What you gonna do after, after your master? Are you going to work here or you go back to your country? <laughs> End of streets. What? What? I mean, what does this like? I mean, no, no relation between what's happening and the situation we are in and what I'm going to do after my graduation. <laughs> And thanks God, I have everything. I ha I had my dog, my passport, my uh, student card, everything. So they asked for that. Yeah, they asked me, and the the Jeez. lady, I mean, his wife was like behind the police. She 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 was shocked, and she didn't understand. Yeah, they didn't no. even talk about my problem. They just talk about the the security hit the other guy and. They forgot about me, <laughs> and I, I, uh, I was nervous, worried. I didn't know what to say or what to do. I just wanted that to end. So 
after that, the other guy told me that you could sue him, like you could tell the police that he shouts at yeah. you. It's it's illegal to shout to a lady. And I said, I didn't know, uh, I was like, I wasn't focused. Mm. But yeah, as I said, I don't focus on bad things. I forgot about these things and I... <clears throat> but there are also nice people. <laughs> yeah, of course. Who smile to, smile to you in the streets, even they don't know you. Or neighbors who say hello. So yeah. But in general, I, I've never like experienced such a thing like people calling your name or staring rudely at you from young people. Mm. It's just from old people. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. This is what I realized. Maybe just... old people are not open to other yes. cultures. Maybe not like young people nowadays. They travel to many countries and also social media and, you know, application. They... They, they speak to other people from different cultures. So I think this, this is why all people are not like. Uh, well, I made friends online. I still not made them because now it starts getting better, of mm -hmm. course. So maybe I will make, meet some of them soon. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Actually, we start because in Morocco, I used to do surfing. Here we don't have beaches. <laughs> yeah, I I talked. I put a, I, I write uh, I wrote a post on Facebook about roller skating, and there was uh, too much girls who are interested and also as many beginners. So we discussed the. I mean, we fixed a time like each week, and we're gonna meet and practice. Nice. So I think. I'm so excited. In Berlin, it just you need to get in a group, then you can do a lot of activities and a lot of things. So I'm still looking for the group. It just uh, it's kind it's it's come to my mind like mm -hmm. a, a simple message for humankind. Like I don't know how to say that. Mm. I think we gonna live in like beautiful pinky <laughs> planets if people of course it's it's something obvious but we don't like sometimes it's continuously as you said your grandmother uh, said about <laughs> foreigner so yeah we know that but we don't we don't do it like accepting and respecting other people no matter what colors and background have and accepting and respecting is not enough we should love each other the love is because acceptance and respect is come from rules just you you follow the rules because mm -hmm. you maybe you're scared but when you love it's 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 inside you know so when we love each other we're gonna live in a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful environment, beautiful planet.
What you listened to was the seventh episode of my Complex Stranger podcast. Now you can go back and check the portrait of Omaima and see if your first impression about her has changed.